2: My travels have taken me back to Columbus, Ohio.
3: I could have sworn you said it, you were going to be in Connecticut this week. Like I thought yesterday, you told me you were going to be in Connecticut, which I didn't understand how your Big Ten lacrosse tournament would be in Connecticut, but I didn't know that you were in Ohio. Connecticut. So yeah, I mean, playing the UConn Huskies. Well, <laughs> you, you were in New York for some reason to go to. I don't understand the stop you needed to make in New York to go to Ohio.
2: There was originally no stop to New York because I wasn't expecting the Knicks to have a home playoff game this late in the season, okay? I was just going straight from Miami to the Big Ten tournament where Northwestern uh, is the number one seed and they play this evening. I stopped in New York for a Knicks game and then I came to Columbus, Ohio. So I went to Knicks Heat game two, saw Aaron and Sauce Gardner together. Got the biggest ovation of the night. It was amazing. And I was sitting like 10 rows behind Pat Riley and Spike Lee. How about that? Can we, um all right, so this is where your
3: stories start unwinding. Because oh, yes. it was a surprise to many of us that you were not going to be in after Monday. Um, right. And then you told everyone that you told Witty, who used to be the EP, who's no longer here to kind of, Say whether the story is true or not. You said that you told Witty that you were going to be out all week because of the lacrosse tournament, and now you're saying the only reason that you were in New York, you were never planning on being there. The only reason you were there was because of the Knicks game, and that wasn't determined to happen until I think like Friday. So, at what 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 were you at? Look, it's just us here. No one's listening to us. you can be honest with me and Mikey. Uh, no one, no one else. Is I won't listening. be. Well, we're here. I'm here in the studio, but no one can hear this studio. So I
2: don't care who hears it. I originally ter- uh, told Whittingham that I was going away Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Then the weekend is the weekend. Yeah. The Big Ten tournament starts today. Thursday. It ends on Saturday. Yes. Okay. So I never told anyone I was off Monday and Tuesday. I worked Monday with Samson. I took off Tuesday. That was the unexpected day. Tuesday was the unexpected day. You're right. There was an unexpected day there that I couldn't have told Whittingham many, many months ago because I had no idea the Knicks would be playing the Heat on Tuesday. You're right. So I took one additional day off this week. How was New York? New York was fantastic. Yeah. Do you love New York? You know what he does? You see what he did there, Mikey? A. He yep. quickly realizes. All right, maybe Stu is right. No, I just realized this off. is
3: this <laughs> is a fruitless conversation that's not going to go anywhere. So I've just moved on to something okay. else. And you seem yeah. to be getting grumpy about it. So it's like, let's just move on. It doesn't. It doesn't. No, I'm
2: not grumpy. I'm just here's tired, the Billy. The week's I mean,
3: done. It already happened. There's no point on dwelling on this. Let's just yeah, kind of move yeah. on, on to the next thing. You, you know what I don't mean? Don't like to dwell. Let's yeah. just keep it moving. Mm-hmm. So New York is lovely this time of year.
2: Well, not in New York anymore, but it was uh, it was cold and rainy and the weather was a bit weird for May. Got to be honest.
3: How is the rat czar doing? Did you see rats kind of running around the city or is the Rat Czar doing a good job?
2: I I did not see any rats uh, running around the city. I did not notice a rat czar. I did not notice a rat problem. Um So, no, I have nothing to report on the rats, though.
3: Well, I I think if if the rat czar is doing a good job, you don't see rats. So if there's no rats, you just assume the rat czar is doing her job correctly.
2: (laughs) You you know what? You're right. It's like if you're a rat czar, it's like being an umpire or an official Mm -hmm. in an NFL game. You don't want to be noticed. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, that's how you know you're doing your job if you're not the story of the actual game. And so I haven't heard anything about the Rats or I haven't seen rats. I haven't seen, you know, it was nice. The city, you know, it was, I was on the Upper East Side. Very nice. Very clean. Hmm. Had a very good time. Nick's got a victory. Diddy mean, to Sleeps. <laughs> they did their best to make, uh, who was it? Was it, uh. Who was the heat? Was it Gabe Vincent or was it uh, Martin that the Knicks tried to make look like Michael Jordan? I mean, Jesus Christ, Caleb Martin—that's who it was. was, it was Listen, your- when I originally went to that Nick game, Billy, I wasn't thinking it'd be Caleb Martin versus Josh Hart. Okay, I thought I'd get some Jimmy Butler. I thought I'd get a great game. I got a mediocre game at best, but I got a Nick victory, and that's what I was looking for.
3: They're—they're uh, they're testing the fire alarms. While we're doing uh, this, in case you hear the beeping and them telling us not to use the attention. elevators. Okay. <laughs> so Caleb Martin and Gabe Benson both had good games, 22 and 21 points. How was your wife's first experience as her first time at MSG, Ray?
2: She absolutely loved it. Her yeah. uh, her favorite part of of being at Madison Square Garden was she could eat tau at Madison Square Garden. It's all she cared about, tau sushi. I mean, <laughs> hmm. amazing. <laughs> they you see your boy in area? I, you know what? I didn't see Azaria. I know he was there. He wasn't sitting courtside. As these games and rounds continue, Azaria is going to have a harder and harder time getting himself to courtside because courtside was loaded the night I was there. I will tell you this, Spike Lee, a complete distraction. He is doing things that no one should be doing courtside in any game. He's talking to the nick players. He's talking to the referees. He's talking to the Heat players. He is a complete distraction. I am tired of Celebrity Row at Madison Square Garden, except when Aaron's sitting there with sauce. <laughs> that can was nice. I, can I ask
3: you something? How did Turtle end up with them? Because uh, uh, Turtle was sitting with them in the front row, and we have put in a request to see if we can talk to Jeremy. I guess we shouldn't call him Turtle if he's on the show, right? Actually, you know what? I think he's friends it's with Jerry. Them. <laughs> yeah, so we shouldn't call him Jeremy either. That's a I point. think he's friends with Amin. We could probably get him through Amin, right? To see what's going on there.
2: Who, Jerry Ferreira? Yeah. Yeah, we should. Mm. Yeah, but you We're say sure that to a Amin. And all, you say that to Amin, all of a sudden he's on a mean show and not ours, you
3: know? No, nah, I mean, whatever. If Amin wants to come on, he can join us. Look, just this episode, we had someone come on from, you know, our crew that was on for the first time to help us with an interview that we did that's going to be on yeah. this episode.
2: Yeah, Tony's going to join us for this one. Yeah, we're going to talk to Jorge Masvidal, my friend. Uh, I'm excited for this. What is Masvidal up to, Billy? Do you have any idea? I do because
3: we recorded with him already. He is Damn promoting a bare knuckled MMA league that he has started, I believe, called the Game Gamebred Bare Knuckle MMA League. Right. I don't know if that's we the- did it so
2: long way. ago. I forgot. That's why.
3: A- yeah, it's been a while since you spoke to him, huh?
2: It's been uh, it's been a while since I spoke to uh, to George Mosfadel. I do love him though. Um,
3: well, he t- I don't think that it's in this part because it happened after we were done. But he came and he uh, he wanted to go to lunch with you because he invited you to the to the fight to sit courtside. Uh, but yes. you are out of town, so he told him you wouldn't be able to make that. And then he said, "I just want to get lunch with you one day." Right,
2: I'm gonna have lunch with him. You want to join me?
3: Sure. I mean, I'll have lunch. I'll have lunch with anyone. If well, someone else is paying. I'll have lunch. I don't care. <laughs>
2: was playing. He's I, got saw, all I
3: saw I saw Mosvedal at Highlight last week. I went to the Highlight game because it was one of my friend's birthday, and he was like fascinated with the idea of Highlight being a thing, so he wanted to go to like, Highlight. You went to
2: Highlight on your own, like just like it wasn't a promotion, it wasn't anything. No,
3: no, I'm, I'm telling you, like my friend loved the idea that he could watch Highlight somewhere because he's never seen it, so he wanted to go to Highlight. So I went with him to Highlight, and then I saw that the Cesta Cyclones were playing in it. If I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, my first thought was, "Oh crap, I'm going to see a bunch of people from work now." Like I didn't think that's what I was going to be doing today no one was there no one went cuz i guess the panthers were playing and the heat were playing so everybody was focusing on that uh, and then and then i'm looking and i'm sitting there i swear to god i'm sitting there and someone walks by and someone just goes hey is that is that Masvidal? and i look and i'm like yeah it is and he like walks out he's just like him and like one other person and then they take a picture with this dog that's died like pikachu that someone like went and handed him it was a very strange situation and then maybe 20 minutes later, I'm sitting there and someone else is, is leaving. You know, there's like a game left. Someone else is leaving. And this person is like super jacked and is wearing like a very thin uh, like white hoodie. But it's like a uh, like a thin cotton hoodie that's being worn as a shirt. And I'm like, man, that that guy's jacked. And then I look and I go, oh, that's Ray Lewis. So, at what? This, yeah, at this highlight game of Magic City Casino, Ray Lewis Jorge Masvidal and just a bunch of other people were there and no one was bothering any of them because it's just like old people in the area that are trying to gamble on Highlight at these games. Why didn't you ask Ray to
2: uh to join God Bless Football? What's I the what, because
3: with you? Because it was one of those things where I was like why would Ray Lewis be at Highlight? That makes absolutely no sense. And then I went home and I started like searching social media and I see, oh, Ray Lewis announced that he is investing in Highlight two weeks ago. So, yep, it was Ray Lewis that was there. It was the strangest thing. <laughs> Wait, we have to get him on God Bless Football just to talk, to talk Highly. about Highlight? Yeah, we do do this. You, do you know, uh, Stu Gatz, that we, uh, you were walking around Radio Row. And you were referring to yourself, Mikey. I don't know if I told you this. I think I told you this. Stugatz was walking around Radio Row, referring to himself as the Godfather, and he was telling me how he inspired so many people that were at a generation Radio. Generation is what I said. Yes, that's yeah. that's that. You're right. That's exactly the phrase he kept saying. He said, "I inspired a generation. I inspired all of these people that are here." Were you aware of this, Mikey?
2: I I was aware that that's how he viewed himself. I wasn't aware that he was literally walking around Radio Row saying that.
3: Well, he he was saying it to me, and I will say that no one else that was there was saying that. Like, I don't think a person came up and said, you inspired me, you inspire this generation. He just kind of took that upon himself, that he inspired a generation. Oh, it was like there's a fire test going on again anyways god, the reason Jesus. the reason i mentioned that to you is because you said that we should have ray lewis on to talk about highlight on god bless football and i don't know if you're aware of this but um so there's a there's a large fan following Iranian. of the show right and they have their own podcasts that are kind of like somewhat spin off of the show or they'll talk about the show there's you know lower after hours there's a, there's a number of show podcasts and one of the podcasts i haven't heard it but i've seen that it exists Is god bless highlight and it is a weekly breakdown of what is going on in the highlight league that's down here i believe and the cesta cyclones in particular and they will have on some of the highlight players and they'll talk to people about how the highlight team is doing (laughs) but god bless football spawned a highlight spinoff that exists so i'm wondering if ray would be a better fit for god bless football or god bless highlight
2: Uh, It's a great question. I inspired them to do that show. You inspired that generation to do (laughs) that show. See, Billy, he's got to go on God Bless Highlight to talk football. He's got to come on God Bless Football to talk Highlight.
3: So did you – we've talked and we've teased – Go back
2: to the front on, Billy, every night until you see Ray again, okay? I think he's – look, I mean, I I think that he's invested in this. You know what It might be? He's invested in not being – bothered it's no. like that. it's such a great place to go if you don't want to be seen and you don't want to be noticed and you don't want to be bothered you know
3: you know what I'm wondering can what? you hear the fire alarm or is it just yeah hear it okay so yes. you, know, you know what I'm wondering is I'm wondering if maybe now after like pickleball is having obviously its moment right and we spoke to Andy Roddick and Andy Roddick said oh man they came to me early and they asked me if I would invest in a team if I would invest in this league and I, I missed the boat on that and now it's taken off and it's a big thing I wonder if now athletes are looking for like what they view as that next sport that will catch on. And so that they are, they're investing money early in these kind of like niche sports, like hoping that these things will catch on. And I wonder if they don't want to pull on. erotic. Exactly. They they don't
2: so I pull erotic. They yeah. Wanna, so they don't want to miss
3: out. Ray Lewis was probably listening to that episode of Stupidity where we, where we ask Andy Roddick about the, uh, the pickle sandwich from <laughs> Subway. And he thought, you know what, if anyone if anyone comes to me with any sport, I'm going to invest in it frisbee golf we talked Bro. to we talked to a, a, a disc golf person this guy uh this was like two years ago on mystery great his name was ryan wasaki and his nickname is Saki bomb and mm-hmm. Saki bomb a had great nickname Saki bomb had just signed like a i want to say like a six million dollar like disc deal so he was he's making millions and he has like his own signature discs because i learned in like doing research and just walking through dick's sporting goods it's not just like your standard frisbee. There's also stugots like regular golf. There's drivers. There's putters. They're weighted. Like, yes. Yeah. There, there's special discs. The driver
2: for, goes the furthest, right?
3: Special discs so for special I circumstances.
1: At,
2: I played just a few weeks ago with my son. We went to we went to some resort in Maine for for spring break, mm. and. They handed my six year old son, like, here's your driver, here's your putter, and here's your iron. And he's looking at me like, do I have to throw all three of these like every time? And I'm like, yeah, you probably, probably not as into it as needing three frisbees that you're giving him. Yeah. So, frisbee golf. I'm choking right now. Are
3: you okay? No. What, you choke like semi frequently. How does this, he's still choking now. I feel bad. I want to, I want to, wanna... I'm unhealthy. Yeah, but what are you choking on? You just drank water. You're choking on water?
2: I had a granola bar.
3: Yeah. I'm trying to remember, Mikey, do you remember who this happened to that he it was like really bad choking? Uh, it was in the middle of an interview that we we're having. It was. I feel like it was. We had to just kind of. It wasn't Jalen Hurts that he choked with, but it was like someone like that. And then he he made sure to. Are you okay? No. Well, I. but why do you choke so frequently? <laughs>
2: undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most.
1: Somebody who's been a friend of the show, somebody who has taken his stardom to the next level, who is bringing bare knuckle MMA to South Florida for the first time. George, can you explain to us the difference? George Monsvedal with us, by the way. On uh, stupidity. by the way. This is my first time here. Congratulations. It's, it's good to be here. Yeah. Yes. George, not Monsvedal's
0: first time here, though. No, of course not. He's he was a pro. a regular here. for a while. Yeah. Stu gots on already or what? I can't see him. Yeah, I'm right here, man. <laughs> up, man, I can't see you, man. I, I Well, I can see you, though. Okay. This is some some one way street you got me on. Stu, so I wanted to see your pretty face, bro. What's going on? It's brother? not
2: as pretty as it used to be. I got to be honest. I'm getting old.
0: Same here, man.
2: What do you mean? <laughs> you look good though, man. You really do. I miss you. I miss you very much. I have said. I'll tell Billy and Tony this. I have said with with Jorge Masvidal that in the octagon, Masvidal is a beast, but outside of the octagon. He is such a nice, caring man. I would allow Jorge Masvidal to babysit my children for an entire weekend. Wow. That's what a nice person he is. That's how caring he is, how loving he is. You are a sweetheart of a man, and I miss you, sir.
0: That is, like, the biggest compliment you could ever give somebody. It's like, hey, I'll let you hang out with my kids. That is, like, because I got kids. I know what that's like. So, appreciate that, my brother. You've always been so "Quote cool me, Stu. I heard you coming May 5th, right? For the Pure Violence. What are we doing? I got the Bare knuckle show May 5th at the Florida Panthers Arena. You got VIP. I'm going to have you so close to the cage, you're going to need an umbrella so you don't get blood on you, man.
2: Okay. I'm in. What, what's the date? Hold on. I got to check my May calendar. May 5th. I don't think you're going
0: to be here. De Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo, yeah. Hold on. Let me
1: check the calendar. Cinco gal. de Mayo, FLA Live. Yeah. George, talk about us. What's check. going on? No, what's going not. on with the first time Bare Knuckle MMA is being brought to Florida. Talk Talk to us a little bit about it.
0: First time it's sanctioned because the first time mma was was brought to florida was during the kimball days and then i shortly joined after that ip kimball you uh, know some bare knuckle fights these are sanctioned legal professional no nothing uh nothing but like a full 36 you know i started in miami with my street fighting bare knuckle now we we bring the bare knuckle back but it's legal it's professional and i got some of the world's best fighters fighting each other you know so i I couldn't be more stoked, more happy to 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 sit here and bring this to Now, uh, you know, when I when I started fighting in those backyards, Kimbo was getting. You guys remember he was getting like forty million views a fight. You know, it was crazy. Nobody was doing that. There was no R and B star even getting close to like a million back then. You know, YouTube was like Kimbo for a long time, and uh, when he allowed me to go on his platform and compete and be able to showcase my skills to the world, that opened up many many doors for me and and. and led to my my great career that I had. I want to do the same for other fighters. Use my platform to bring all these eyeballs for each one of these fighters that are hungry, whether they're old in the game or new in the game or midway through the game, just guys that are hungry and want to show that grit and determination, get out there and risk it all for the benefits of, of winning at the highest stakes, you know, which is bare knuckle.
3: I feel like it being sanctioned is good because you'll make a lot more money, but if it takes away like the 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 feel of danger for me, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like I the feel backyard like novice? just don't tell people that it's sanctioned, and then they'll go to FL Live and they'll be like, "Oh my god, am I supposed to be watching this?" You're like, "No, no, no, it's not sanctioned." You know what I mean?
0: You want to sell them a forbidden fruit? Exactly right. You get it. You get
3: it. Because here's the thing: if that's YouTube. a lie, then yes. No, because you were saying the thing about Kimbo, right? And all the views that he got. Man, if Kimbo and you guys were doing your thing now, you guys would make so much money off of the youtube views that you guys weren't getting back then
0: oh yeah it was crazy i mean even back then the, the the uh they were clocking crazy views you know i remember like looking at a video random video 25 million 30 million 40 million views you know kimbo's just in some other shit, you know he could just move the masses um and yeah i, I get it uh if, if we did say legal this illegal that yeah, and especially South yeah. florida people are paying triple the price
1: George, how did it feel like coming from those backyard streets and fighting in those back alleys and Cutler Ridge and Perrine and all those different places to then head, basically co-headlining, headlining at the AAA? Well, I still
0: call it the AAA, whatever, it's,
1: whatever it is now. Um, how does that full circle feel for you?
0: Amazing, brother. Um, you know, it's it's crazy because in a, in a big part of me, um, I started at that Miami Dade arena to, to a certain extent. 20 years ago, the UFC came to the Miami-Dade Arena. I was already training since I was 12, 13 years old, getting myself in shape. I more or less understood what the dynamics of fighting would take to get to the next and next level, you know, which was like train in the morning, some type of recovery, something, and then train again in the afternoon and train again at night or or get as many training sessions as I could. So as I was at the UFC and and I was taking in all this euphoria because all these guys that I've been watching since I'm like 10, 11 years old are like, walking around me and i'm recognizing faces i'm like wow this is amazing once that feeling like left and i and i settled back down to earth and i was able to realize the, the speed that they were moving the techniques that the endurance i made a firm decision that well i really knew i always wanted to fight but that was like man i'm gonna do this and one day i'm gonna bring the show to miami i'll bring this back here to miami it took us 20 years but we brought it back and um and it's, it's been crazy. This whole ride is, is I also ended my career there, you know, but it's been like more than, than 360. You know, now I get to give back to all these guys that, that are out there doing the same things as me, chasing the dream, wanting to fight, wanting to compete on the biggest stages that they can get on. And and a lot of these guys, they might be like young in the career, some of them a little bit older, but I pick the guys that have the dog in them. They want to get out there and showcase their skills that are just like me. That it doesn't matter how old they are, what stage in their career they are, they're going to give it their all when they step out there so, I mean, this is one of the best feelings in the sport I've I've, had, I've ever had, period, you know.
3: Did you know that was going to be your last fight? Like, did you take that fight just to end in Miami or did you go into it not knowing?
0: Um, I went into it not knowing. So, you know, I, I, in sparring, um, it's always a big indicator of where you're at, you know. But it's not everything. In, in sparring, I was doing real, real well. But in fight day... Game speed, I, I just didn't feel it anymore. Let, let's say I would have gave my city and my fans the, the ending they deserved. I knocked this guy out with five seconds ago. I still would have retired, you know, because my overall performance just wasn't there. That my speed, my reaction wasn't there. And I feel like it's it's not the same when I was. <sighs> Sorry, guys. Okay. Long night, early morning. Long night. Cafecito, That's okay, Yeah, cafecito, come that? on. Need Can en I pa- get some cola please. Cola, butelo, pilon. I got my, colada, my No, pilon, pilon. Okay, good, good, good. I like butelo too, though. So if they want to hook me up with a sponsorship, I love butelo too. but yave, La yave, La my I La llave? La llave too. My, La carreta? My likes, La carreta is great coffee. Betzaia's. Isla. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Isla is intense, bro. Best croquetas, right? Best croquetas, Isla. Um, best croquetas, Islas. Best uh, fish croquetas in Florida. Mm, yeah, best aminutas as well. George, you know, what do you think about the Nate Diaz situation? You know, I feel like you 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 gotta protect yourself at all times, and it's and yeah, it sucks for the guy that got choked out over whatever. But you hopefully he learned his lesson, and you can't attack people or like. From what I saw in the video, I don't I don't I don't know how the whole video in its entirety, but from the angles that I saw. Looked like Nate was like backed up against a wall, and this dude ran up on him. And then like, man, you, you're gonna blame a dog for biting? You know, it's what we're trained for. You can't run up on us like that and not expect consequences. You know, so uh the Jake Paul looker like, man, sucks. You got your head cracked, but dog, you shouldn't be doing that, shit, bro. Does that still happen to you? Like, people still come and try you? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Not 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 that often, but you know, here and there. You know, and then and it's like a very like, oh hey, bro, you're my favorite fighter. Let me get a picture. You know, and then of course you're like, oh yeah, I got you, bro. Let's go, boom. You take the pictures and that, and then you know maybe like question to how much you weigh right now? Oh yeah, I used to wrestle in high school. You wanna, uh, I would Shit. like to talk to you. sunset,
1: you used to wrestle at sunset.
0: Yeah, yeah, and then you know eventually it leads at like, you want to spar? It's like, you know, I'm the wrong guy to ask that to. You know, <laughs>
2: sounds like you, Tony. That's <laughs> kind no, of. No, I'd it. have the respect for
1: George. Come on, that's crazy. I would never say to George I could beat him up ever. Playing basketball is sort a of story.
2: <laughs> Be careful.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. Basketball, I'll get... They just invited me, like, to some celebrity game. I'm like, I can't do that, man. <laughs> horrible at basketball.
2: Are you going to miss you it? Know? Are you going to miss being in, like, being in the octagon, fighting? Are you going to miss any of it?
0: All of it, man. All of it. All of it. You know, for 20 years, it's all I did. All, all I know, just to get ready for fights and preparing is, is a big part of my lifestyle. That's why I'll never stop training i always train maybe not not that intensity where i'm just drained and i don't have in these training and that's it but i always train once or twice a day just because i need that um endorphin release the adrenaline pumping through me the testosterone boosting all that stuff that happens when you work out i'll always be working out and as far as missing it yeah i i'll never say that i'll never come back you know because i this is my my first and only love this is the only woman I've been able to be loyal to and faithfully married to is MMA. And, and for these last 20 years, it was the biggest rollercoaster adventure of my life. So, will I be back? I don't know. You know, I, I don't ever discount it, you know. But for right now, I, just because of my reflexes and things like that and, and how I've been feeling, I'm like, it's time to call it, you know. Do you see yourself
3: ever doing one of those celebrity fights where like, you get like a Jake Paul or one of those and you get into a match with them? If the money's right because I, I feel like you could make a ton of money doing that
0: you know a lot of times I feel like that too but then when I do like the analytics and what these like TikTokers are selling and shit, I'm like the fuck out of here bro and I'm the A plus and then some side you know and these guys are a lot of these guys these numbers are like the fuck out of here bro you know it's not I wouldn't make money fighting a lot of these dudes so I uh I can't say that I'd fight any one of them in particular unless right hmm and Stu, your boy you know your boy charges. and i'm a nice guy and all but you know i charge nice check when i get them that right. they gotta pay bro they gotta pay my ass bro. i if know man, they do
2: yeah
3: how much what What? like how much are we thinking what's what's the good zero's, amount Billy, zeros
0: day? is what we're
2: talking about how many zeros
0: yeah seven figures minimum seven figures minimum that's the minimum mm. and that's with the back end deal you know if we get a little bit more of this and that you know it's different but um I love fighting, man, and I love money, so I can't ever realize that I'll be back, are you that hoping, be back.
3: Are you hoping to do with this, with the bare-knuckle MMA, like what De La Hoya does with boxing, that, like this is going to be where you get the real money? Or are you uh, just doing uh, it to give opportunities?
0: combination of things. I'm, I'm also a businessman. I want to turn this into a business 10, 15 years from now. We'll see where we're at. But for right now, just build that platform, give fighters another way to showcase their abilities, or their their strength, and, and make money while doing it, you know? And then I'm going to build a great brand. I'm going to build a great business that people are going to love and take it from there.
2: George, what's it feel like when when the reflexes aren't the same, when you know you're not as good as you once were? What, is that, what does that feel like for you?
0: Sometimes I just want to, like, cry in the shower. I'm not even going to lie. I just want to get in the fetal position and cry in the shower, you know? <laughs> I'm not as manly as I used to be. But, you know, at, um, when I was 34, man, Huge difference and I was seeing the gym like right around like thirty-six the the reflex started taking um a dip, and I would see it in the sparring sessions more like oh I, I got tagged a lot more than I usually do today. And then that kind of started becoming like more of a thing when I never used to get hit. Like in practice, I have very good defense, and it's just not the same, and it's like you know.
1: What if I'm Kevin so Holland comes asking for the BMF belt though?
0: You gotta be a bad motherfucker to fight for the BMF and mm. he's a because he talks a lot of shit, but when he sees me, like, one-on-one, no security, no cameras, he's, like, either trying to best friend me up or he's, like, immediately exiting the place. But when he sees me with five security guards, get the fuck out of here, But You're only doing that just five, six security guards on me and I'm on UFC premise because when I've seen you at other places, you've never had any of that. Never, ne- never, never, never. He is, he is a, as sweet as Kool-Aid when security ain't around. Now, all of a sudden, you're a tough guy, you're a bad guy. I mean, you know, I'm retired, but that dude knows, you know, on the streets, allegedly, he can get the f- can break brake speed out of him. Allegedly.
1: Allegedly. Allegedly. The word allegedly. Super important. Super
0: important and super necessary.
2: You uh, you got emotional before when I asked you about the reflexes going and not being as good as you once were, but have you been able to sit down since you've announced your retirement and find some perspective where, like, holy shit man. I can't believe I accomplished all this because you should. You should be proud of yourself, George. To,
0: to a certain extent, Stu, yes. You know, on on like, you know, I made myself a household name, which opened up many, many of the doors. I, I made a lot of money that, you know, I could take care of my family, my kids. We don't have to worry about a lot of shit. Great people I got to meet, the the journey, the experience, um, places I got to travel, food I got to eat. Crazy. I, I love it. Best, best job, best life in the world
3: you need to be long, bro i'm telling you
0: <laughs> yeah no, bro no my hand was a <laughs> your mind, bro. and i didn't even say i laid him nothing like that just you know but um on another side of it no i i'm very like you know damn i had a lot of talent man and i could have gone further And you know hindsight is 2020 right so now i think about times that my coach I told me don't do this or don't do that or, or just uh, lifestyle choices that they were poor and didn't lead to the best outcomes in the fight. And it was, you know, like little things, you know. And now I look back and I'm like, you know, maybe because my ego's no longer so involved in it, I was able to see all these things that I did that weren't truly the best or, or even necessary, you know. So it's so like a, a big part of me is like I could have done a lot more as far as accomplishing goals and, and a lot of split decisions that I lost fighting in hometowns of, of dudes that I could have knocked those guys out, you know? Um, it, it's it's not that it's mixed with regret, but it's a lot of, I, I felt like I could have done more.
1: George Mosvidal, the one and only, and he's bringing bare-knuckle MMA sanctioned, we'll add Boo. that, sanctioned, Boo. but unsanctioned if you want to sell it, yeah. um, to the FLA Live Arena, Cinco de Mayo, May 5th, out there for Tolo Hipano, getting out there, bare-knuckle MMA, uh, George, Promote that thing one more uh, time on the way out.
0: Oh, and as well for my finals, I got Jacob Forever performing <laughs> right, after, right. I'm not even lying. Right after the fight, my boy's gonna grab that mic and rip that shit in half. Um, we got man, we got a stack card. We got you guys know Big Country Roy Nelson, 23 wins, 19 by stoppage, 16 by KO. We got Dylan Kleckler, 10-0 as an amateur, with 10 knockouts. 11-1 is a pro with 10 knockouts. You already know what that fight's going to be like. We got Emiliano Imelian, Sordi from Argentina, the ex-PFL light heavyweight champion versus Marcus Perez. Marcus is a kung fu legend from Brazil that turned to MMA, made it all the way to the UFC, and now is competing bare knuckle. He's going to hit these chops on the neck and, and see what type of crazy th- – he get himself into. And Sori's a PFL champion that's a banger, a stand up guy, loves a f- throw down. You know, we got um, Jamal Tatum, heavyweight, undefeated, only been to one decision his whole career. Let's just call Semanutafa, which is 12 and four, nine wins by KO. Like the, these guys come to bang, you know. And, and something also that I like, I'm very interested in when I'm, when I'm recruiting the fighters and stuff, is I want to make sure these guys are game. You know, they're like a dog. They're, they're getting after it. They're going to f- give it all they got. And they're going to fight for theirs, you know. So that that's something that each one of these guys on the card f- brings. You got Anthony. Anthony and Jukwani versus James Freeman. Anthony was in the WC, UFC. This guy's a f- stand-up beast, a laser of a marksman. Sharpest can be flying knees, elbows, kick punches. A- anything you can think of, this guy's throwing it out there just a f- wild man. This is going to be another barn burner. Great match, and and people are also going to see the the risk to reward in in MMA fight in bare knuckle fighting. You know, you don't want to land shots here. You got to be a little bit more precise with your shots and where they land. You don't want to f- up your hand and stuff like that. You know. Also, submissions are a little bit easier to cinch in. So I I feel like a lot of grapplers are going to be making that transition over to bare knuckle pretty soon. You know. So you got its cage side, right? You got you guys are going to be so bring bring your raincoat and umbrella unless you want blood on. You. Then you know it's how gonna
2: it. be raining blood
0: there. It's it's gonna be bloody, man. Everybody thinks I'm joking until I have them side, and they're like, "Holy smokes, you weren't joking." And
3: I and should. then Jacob forever, and then Jacob forever after.
2: <laughs> forever right after, <laughs> in, in the bloody ring.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I got bad news for you. I have to be somewhere on that day. Uh, oh, my this guy. Uh, I got my, this my d- guy, George, come on. George, you'll understand this because you love me and you love my family. It's my daughter. She's in the big – she plays lacrosse at Northwestern. The Big Ten tournament mm-hmm. is the same day. I got to go watch her, man. I got to fly to Chicago.
0: You got to go, bro. Thank you. you. Gotta, that's Thank first. You. But you're going to be at the next one.
2: Mm-hmm. I will be at the next, next one. one yeah. yeah, when is the next one?
0: We're, we're planning it. We're Right after May 5th, we'll come up with detailed planning of when, where, and who will be headlining it. So maybe like in a week or two, I'll come back on here and break the card with you guys, let you guys know exactly what we're doing.
2: Okay, Doug, let's try to do it outside of lacrosse season if we can, okay? <laughs> yes, sir. All right, thank you. Thanks, George. <laughs> I miss you, you dude. Love you, man. Hey, with, the,
0: with the rest of you, come pull up, man. Don't give me no excuses that you got your abuelas king says or what the <laughs> f***. It seems like all of you were going to be trashed Drinking tequila anyways at some bar picking fights. You might as well come pick those fights and get trash on my fights, you know? Yeah. Don't even start.
1: Georgie, I'm going with juice, so you know I'm okay, already set up. It. Let's go. Let's go.
0: I told
2: them it's their obligation to go because I can't make no, it. No, I'll be there. Because you know I'd be there if I could be there.
0: No, you guys come. You guys come. Man. Have a good time, man. All right. All right, good luck with it, man.
2: I uh, I miss you, and I'll definitely be at the next one. Okay, especially if you are gonna have them this close to my house. I mean,
0: (laughs) let me know when you're back in town so we get we get lunch or something, Stu. I would love that. Yes. God bless everybody. Thank you guys both for having me on, in Miami, what's up?
2: undebatable quality, great taste, only 96 calories. It's the beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. The original light beer since 1975, you don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling.